Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Welcome into this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. My name is Peter Edmiston, and I'm happy to be back with you after what has been a, well, like you could have a tumultuous last few days for me and for uh, probably a lot of people that are listening who happen to be in the Memphis area. Uh, for those that, that don't know, we had uh, a bit of a crazy storm over the weekend here that kind of came out of nowhere. To some extent, or at least the severity of it, was a little unexpected. Had winds up to 100 miles an hour and knocked out power. There's a lot of people here uh, that still don't have power, uh, 30 or 40,000 or so, uh, as I record this. And I was one of those people for quite a while, 48 hours plus. We've had a lot of stuff that we've had to get rearranged and taken care of. And we were you know, pretty lucky in that we got our power back. Um, before a lot of other people did, thankfully uh, for us, and you know, just luck of the draw, I guess. But it has thrown my entire week into uh, a little bit of disarray. So, forgive the uh, the lateness of the pod, but we've been kind of taking care of some stuff here, family wise, and getting everything squared away. And I think we're pretty much back on normal uh, normal footing here. So, uh, going to give you uh, a good pod. I hope going to you know talk about a few things that have come up over the last few days that are Grizzly related. And uh, hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to continue the series on um, the kind of season review. We'll look at the backup wings. We'll look at Troy Daniels, James Ennis, uh, among others. We already talked to Vince Carter uh, in the in the earlier section because of the free agent discussions. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, but a few stories to get to today that I want to talk about. Of course, yeah, tonight, finally, we get underway with the NBA Finals. And so I'll give you my uh, finals prediction. And uh, I, I'm just glad we're going to have some basketball. It's been far too long since we had some basketball. And frankly, these playoffs uh, have have not really done it for me. Done it for a lot of people. Ratings are okay, but the competition, everyone knew what was going to happen. This was... Far and away, the most foregone conclusion of any finals uh, that we've we've had in in quite a while, and you know, can one loss combined between the two teams, you have to tip your cap at the dominance, but you also have to marvel at just the fact that it just isn't competitive, and that that's a shame uh, for those of us who like to watch these tight series and who want to see something that's uh, a little more a little more compelling than watching a team get its ass handed to it by forty in the first half, the way that Cleveland did to Boston in one of those games. I want to say a big thank you to the folks at SeatGeek who bring you this portion of the pod. And, of course, SeatGeek is uh, so easy, as we've told you. It's so simple. And for those of you that maybe you're going up to Nashville, if you're going to watch the Predators in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals, Predators need a little help down 0-2 to the Penguins. But if you're going to go up there and you want to get tickets, SeatGeek is the way to go. Download the app. It's really easy. Just search SeatGeek in the app store of your choice, Android, iPhone, what have you. Download it. It's free. 
Go to the settings tab where it says enter a promo code, enter L-O Grizzlies. That's L-O Grizzlies. And when you do that, you unlock all of the magic. You unlock $20 back on your first SeatGeek purchase. Saves you money, helps them know that you came from the pod. And uh, it's just a great, it's a great app. It's super easy, man. You know, you don't want to spend much time scouring all these sites and figuring out where the best ticket is, what the cheapest ticket is, where is it actually located, what's the deal, all that stuff. Am I getting screwed on this deal? Is it a better deal out there? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of stress. Let them take the stress out of it and just use the app. Super easy. They have a proprietary algorithm that helps you because it searches across all those sites and lets you know, and you can see on the, the, the seating chart, if that is a little green circle, that means, boom, that price is a good price across all the sites. It's one that you're going to like. It's one that the market says is a good price. So go after it and knock it out knowing that you're going to get a great deal guaranteed. That's what happens with SeatGeek. Again, download the SeatGeek app. Use the promo code LOGRIZZLIES. That's the SeatGeek app. Promo code LOGRIZZLIES. Save yourself time. More importantly, save yourself money. If you use that promo code, you get $20 back off your first SeatGeek purchase. Great folks at SeatGeek. Thank you to them for their support of the pod. A few uh, bits of news as we kind of roll through some things that, that we've not had a chance to really get into over the last few days. First of all, the Grizzlies, uh, I guess no surprise that the Grizzlies D-League team which soon enough will be the G League team, but now technically still the D League. D League team uh, is, of course, going to be playing in South Haven next season. One of 26 D League teams out there as the, the league has expanded. Almost everybody now with their own team. Grizzlies now own and operate that team. It's going to be down in South Haven. And uh, because you may have seen earlier in the week that the former Iowa Energy and we'll all remember the Iowa Energy. They are no longer the Iowa Energy, though. The Iowa Energy is dead. The Iowa Energy are dead. The energy, energies, whatever, gone, kaput, bye-bye. What's your favorite energy moment? Was it Wade Baldwin doing things? Was it Jarrell Martin? Was it... Uh, Christopher Johnson, Cartier Martin. Who who are the the legends of the Iowa Energy that you'll always remember? I think Cartier Martin is probably my my favorite. But the Iowa Energy is no longer a thing. It is now the Iowa Wolves as the Timberwolves completed their uh, situation. They they bought the franchise. They've renamed it the Iowa Wolves. They'll stick in Des Moines, but it's going to be their their deal now, which means that the Grizzlies have their own franchise. And uh, I would imagine soon enough we'll find out more information on that. But for now, one thing that we do know is that we will kind of have some continuity because Chris Macris, who was the, the GM of the energy for the Grizzlies, will remain and be the, G, the, the GM of the D-League team down in uh, in South Haven, and Glenn Cyprian, who jumped in midway through last season to replace Matt Woodley as head coach of the Energy. He will be the head coach of the uh, D-League team for the Grizzlies next year. So that continuity is not surprising, and I think Macris in particular... Now, now Cyprian's story, before I talk about Macris, Cyprian's story is 
is a fascinating one. A former assistant coach for the University of Memphis uh, at uh, Oklahoma State as well, where he coached Tony Allen. You know, he was a scout, and you know, this probably was not the career path that he expected to take. But you know, they they needed someone to jump in there and 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 coach the team last year, and Cyprian was was able to do it and did a good job. And you know, this is kind of giving him a, a different outlook on what may happen. It's kind of taking him in a different direction. So, you know, congratulations to to Sip, uh, who's a very good dude. I hope it all works out well for him down in South Haven. And you never know. You never know. We've seen coaches come up through the ranks. Dave Yeager, for example, um, you know, as a D-league coach, jumping up into the the pro game. So that is that is definitely something that happens. On the GM side, Chris Macris, I think, has every possibility of being a part of the Grizzlies front office uh, on the the big club side sooner rather than later. They 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 like him a lot. Very sharp guy. Um, a lot to you know kind of sink your teeth into about what he has done already. And you know he's one that that you want to keep your eye on from the Grizzlies perspective because I think they're going to fast track him if everything goes well. That would be the the thought. In fact. That, that track may be faster than anyone even thought because if you saw some of the news from Mark Stein and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Ed Stefanski, who is uh, you know part of the Grizzlies front office, is being interviewed by the Milwaukee Bucks for their open general manager position. And Stefanski, you know, if he were to leave, now he has a connection up there uh, who Rod Thorne is is the guy that's sort of the consultant for this this buy and, and Stefanski worked with uh, Rod Thorne in Philly also uh, Jason Kidd Stefanski's had a uh, history with him in New Jersey so you know Stefanski understands those those guys he understands personalities involved he has uh, a good familiarity so it depends on what direction they want to go in if they want to go in you know, kind of a younger direction. The assistant GM, who is the, I think right now the interim GM, Justin Zanuck, he he may end up getting the gig if they want to go with that young, up and comer type guy. But if they want to go with somebody with more experience and more continuity with the league and that kind of thing, then Stefanski would be would be a possibility in that role. And if he were to leave, then it wouldn't shock me if if Macris was moved up into uh, a role in the front office. Maybe they, they reshuffle things a little bit uh, behind the scenes. So keep an eye on that. That's not something that's necessarily imminent in terms of change, but it's something that's out there. And for the Grizzlies, you know, while they don't have any uh, draft picks, and I know that they are working hard to do as much scouting as they can, given the limitations of not having picks, it makes it pretty tricky to you know bring guys in when there's no picks to to, to offer I mean you know it's it's hard for for players to come in it's and, and you know especially players that think they're going to be drafted you know relatively highly um, but the Grizzlies are doing the best they can in that role without Stefanski though in in, in in this situation if you have a little bit of a transitional time in your front office it's probably not the best time to, to be doing that but it is what it is and the Grizzlies have given the uh, Bucks permission to interview him so uh, they're uh, they're certainly okay with that. Uh, kind of along those same lines, or at least uh, sticking around in that same area geographically. One other interesting little 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 tidbit that I happened across over the last few days. 
Mark Stein also reporting that the Detroit Pistons are interested potentially in trading their 12th pick for a win-now veteran. Which is interesting given the you know where they are right now and and what they're looking to do as a team. You know that 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 is kind of a, a core group that's together. They've got a lot of guys in long-term deals, but how good are they? So if they're trying to kind of double down and build around that core group and they're looking for a veteran, I, I feel like this is the time for me and you perhaps to engage in some wild, stupid, hypothetical, dumb speculation. Let's do it. What do you say? So would you, if I were to hypothetically throw out the possibility if Detroit were looking for a win-now veteran, like let's say Mark Gasol, what if you were to assume that maybe Detroit wants to mix things up a little bit? Maybe maybe they find a deal with Andre Drummond. They've talked about trading him before. Maybe they do. So they're looking for a center. Or maybe they want to play him alongside. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a great idea to me, but maybe that's what they want to do. But anyway, just go with me here. So let's say that they end up in a situation where you could potentially acquire that 12th pick. So you, the deal I would think about would be Marcus Saul, maybe something else, I don't know, but let's just let's let's make it simple here. Marcus Saul for the 12th pick in the draft, Tobias Harris and Ish Smith. So, now, would would that be something that Detroit wants to do? I don't know. I mean, so many of these trades that you propose would never work for any number of reasons. So, if we let that stop us from proposing trades, then none of us would do any of these things. Is it plausible? I don't know. Is it possible? Certainly. Is it going to happen? No. But just go with me. Would you do that? Is that the framework of something that you would be even interested in if you're the Grizzlies? Now, you know, I think Tobias Harris is on a reasonable deal. It's a big deal, but it's reasonable. It actually goes down in price over the next year or so. Ish Smith has got a $6 million contract for the next couple of years. But again, he he solves or at least goes some way towards solving your backup point guard position, and he plays in a style that's very friendly towards what uh, David Fisdale wants to see, particularly from that second unit. So he helps you there, plays a lot faster, certainly, than than Andrew Harrison, and uh, a lot more consistent than Wade Baldwin would be. Tobias Harris allows you to have a, a great deal of insurance on Chandler Parsons, He can play and is that multi-dimensional wing type guy that you want to see. Uh, Can shoot. Not necessarily his biggest strength, but can shoot. Um, And and he's still at an age, 24, where you'd feel pretty comfortable with that. And then, of course, you 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 would add a a 12th pick in this draft. It's a good draft. And now the Grizzlies have a pretty miserable track record of this sort of thing, but theoretically at least you would add a pretty good talent uh maybe even a really good talent depending on who falls and and who who you get fortunate enough to to go and get is that 
the proper value. And I ask this thing legitimately. I don't know. I never know how to, to really register value properly in these things. But you know, to me, that seems like pretty good return for Marcus All at his age and situation. It seems like it would make sense. It would certainly jumpstart your retooling without necessarily taking you completely out of the mix and you know sending you tumbling over the edge into a complete rebuild you would be retooling you'd still be reasonably competitive and then at that stage if you want to do something additional or if you want to go ahead and tear the whole thing down then you could do that from that point on but i think it would at least give you the chance to to continue with this group for you know a little while longer and try to squeeze out everything you can at least through the next couple of years for Mike Conley and you know, whatever happens to Chandler Parsons is, is, you know, is just bonus at that stage. So anyway, that one of those things I, I just have, when I saw that story, that was the first thing that popped through my mind. Whenever I see any of these stories about trades or anybody that's looking anything, I, that, I, that is always what goes through my mind is trying to figure out some angle, some way, would the Grizzlies find a way to sneak themselves into the mix there? Because I do know that they are pretty actively looking to get into this draft in one form or another. You know, it could be something as simple as, you know, buying a second round pick or trading one of their 2018 seconds for a second this year. You know, something something along those lines. It could be something as simple as that. Maybe it's something even bigger. I don't know. But I do know that they are trying to get into this thing, and I do know that they like a lot of talent in this draft. So that's something to keep an eye on over the next uh, the next few weeks. Uh, now, finally, the finals do start tonight. The long, massive layover is finally, mercifully, thankfully over. It's time to play. And, you know, there's a lot on the line. Not only just the actual by God trophy, but legacies will be made, shaped by what happens over the next little bit. And while I would like to tell you that I foresee a very competitive, tooth and nail, total, you know, dog eat dog crazy series that rekindles everyone's love the postseason and gets everything going and excited and all that. I would love to tell you that that's what I expect, but I don't. I would love to tell you that I think it's going to be a seven-game series, but I don't think it's going to be a seven-game series. In fact, as I look through, I it, it's hard. It's hard because you know Cleveland, and you know obviously here in Memphis we saw that you know they they didn't bring any of the big three. They didn't take that game seriously. There were a lot of games this regular season they didn't take seriously. They didn't really want. Uh, or even make a major attempt to go after home court advantage in the Eastern Conference, and it, it ended up not mattering in the slightest because they dominated Boston on Boston's home floor. Didn't matter one bit. So their their methods were in some ways uh, justified. But what that also means is that you really it's hard to know what to make of this team. They're playing better than they've played at any point. Um, they've really come together at the right time. Kevin Love's playing great. Kyrie's playing great. LeBron is LeBron. He's having a masterful playoff run. 
you can't really look at the the regular season and and glean anything from it because I don't think they cared about the regular season. They they did they didn't focus on the regular season with any kind of consistency. So how can you say that that stuff has any kind of a bearing on what kind of a team they are? It doesn't. It makes no difference. It's not it's not relevant to to how they're going to play in this series and it wasn't relevant to how they played in the postseason. Yeah, they've lost one game in this postseason, and, and everyone is, is assuming that it's going to be a walkover. And you would think that it'd be disrespectful to Cleveland, and I guess in some ways it is, but I happen to agree with a lot of people that think it's going to be a walkover. And in fact, I, I'm predicting a sweep. I think the Warriors become the first 16-0 and playoff team. You have to remember that this Warriors team when they are at full strength, they haven't lost a game in almost three months when the big four are all together and all in uniform and all healthy. That means something. You know, they, they have so many other uh, alternatives, and, they, and the way that they play is a combination of the, the beautiful game that they've shown for the last couple of years with all the passing and all the movement, the assists and all that. But then they also have a much more sledgehammer, blunt force approach that they can take when when you need to, when you need to bust the door down, when it gets down to ISO time. Every team, you know, when push comes to shove and those last possessions are there, everyone kind of turns into an ISO team. And that caused some problems early in the year for Golden State but now they've they've discovered the ability to kind of manage both sides. They don't get too ISO heavy, but they also can still be an isolation team with Kevin Durant when they absolutely need to. And he is so, so good in those situations. You know, last year LeBron was able to play off and be a free safety and and not really lock into Harrison Barnes. Didn't have to worry too much about what he was gonna do. Steph Curry was not his normal self. He was a little bit hurt. He also just didn't play well. That meant that he wasn't quite as potent of a threat as uh, as, as you would have ordinarily expected. So you're going to see a much better Warriors group. And you'll see a better Cavs group too. But I just don't think matchup-wise you can find too many examples of matchups that are going to be great for Cleveland. Just think defensively, it's uh, it's it's going to be very very difficult for the Cavs to have any chance on a consistent basis to deal with that Golden State group, and I don't think that you're going to be able to keep the Golden State Warriors below 120, 115 in that neighborhood, which means that that you're talking about a much more consistent defensive opponent. Uh, I don't see it. And so I, I think genuinely, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I think we're seeing a sweep. I think there's too much firepower, and uh, it's it's going to be a sweep. I think you're hoping to see history, and you will. You may be hoping to see a great series. I don't think you're going to see that, but I do think you're going to see history, and I do think you're going to see incredible play and I think you'll see the first 16 and 0 run through the playoffs that's an extraordinary achievement if that were to be the case 
Thank you, uh, as always, for joining us. Uh, as always, get in touch with me uh, in a lot of different ways. Uh, follow me uh, on Twitter at Peter Edmiston. Send me a message uh, if you would. Uh, you want to do that. That would be great. I would love to get in touch with you. And we can go from there. Thank you to the folks at SeatGeek for bringing us this portion of the broadcast. Thanks to our friends uh, over at Grizz Essentials. Again, grizzessentials.com slash L-O Grizzlies. That's grizzessentials.com slash L-O Grizzlies. Thank you, as always, for them. Thank you uh, to everyone who uh, really stuck with us through the uh, through the break there due to the weather and uh, the power outages and all that stuff. Again, thanks for listening and being part of the podcast. So big thanks all the way around. Everybody have yourself a great NBA Finals Thursday. We'll be back uh, with you tomorrow with uh, more Locked on Grizzlies. Have a good one, everybody.